Chapter Twenty One of The Haunted Hangar by Van Powell. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Reading by Matt Perard. Chapter Twenty One The Sky Patrol Gives Up. At Sandy's sensational announcement, there was a stampede from the bridge. Soon after, Dick and Larry raced through the cluttered and deserted dining saloon. It was invaded by the captain, the millionaire, Miss Serena, and others, with Sandy in the lead. What did you discover, Dick? At Sandy's cry, his chum, as well as the oldest Sky Patrol, turned. Nothing, said Dick. He made a disgusted gesture toward the open front of the refrigerating box to the four ice-cube trays lying empty on the galley floor. They were as empty as our heads, Larry was dispirited. Sure they were. The chef, who had observed their invasion of his cookery compartment with amazement, spoke up. I had to use all of them to freeze the cubes for your dinner. No use to fill them again till I wash them up, so I left them out while I defrost the box, cut off the current, and let the box get warm enough to melt the frost that collects when you freeze a lot of cubes. He indicated the refrigerating unit, which had heavy ice clinging wherever the chill had congealed the moisture from the evaporation of the water. "'Any other trays?' Mr. Everdale snapped. "'Only them, sir.' The chef threw all the compartments wide. Food, ice-dripped trays, and vegetables in their dry-air receptacles were all they discovered by a painstaking search. A glance into the hydrator, packed with vegetables, crisp lettuce, long endive, and other varieties, a foray behind and under everything satisfied them that another clue had gone west and left them very much out of favor. No matter how closely they examined the built-in box with its glossy enamel and bright aluminum trays, nothing except food and drinkables in bottles revealed themselves. And that ended it. I thought that was how it would turn out. Jeff, coming from the after-deck, declared, "'I'm disgusted with the whole thing,' the yacht-owner grumbled. "'I ought to have known better than to trust three young men under seventeen to solve such a mystery.' He reflected for a moment, and then spoke his final word. "'I think I shall land you at Brooklyn Wharf, boys, and let you go home.' "'See what Friday the 13th does for you?' Jeff said. Neither of the chums had a word to answer. The date has nothing to do with it, Mr. Everdale snapped, is their lack of self-control and experience. He turned and stalked out of the galley, and after him, sorry for the three members of the disbanded Sky Patrol, Jeff moved. Sorry, buddies, he said, shaking hands at the pier to which the yacht tied up briefly. Don't let it stand between your coming out to that there new airport once in a while to see me. I guess if Athley is through with you, he'll be done with my creed, too, so maybe we'll meet up one of these days soon, if we do, and I have the money for gas and oil. Larry, you get some more flying instruction. You may not be a crackerjack detective, but when it comes to handling that there crate, you rate mighty good. He said a pleasant word to each of the other two, added a friendly clap on the arm, and, with Mr. Everdale saying a brief, if not very angry, farewell, the Sky Patrol quit its surface, finished its air work, and took to its feet. 
explanations at home accounted for the termination of their stay which had been arranged by telephone at the beginning and it seemed to them that the everdale emerald mystery was as dick dolefully said a closed book without any last pages so despondent was larry at his failure as a sleuth that he did not like to discuss their adventures with his chums his depression was more because his air training was over than from a real sense of failure to larry one only failed when one failed to do his best and that he had not failed in as a week went by dick saw something to laugh about in their wild theories their almost fantastic deductions he found an old stenographer's notebook and jotted down in ludicrous terms the many clues and suspicious incidents they had encountered but sandy was really glum to sandy the fault for their dismal failure lay at his own door if i hadn't gone off half cocked he told his comrades maybe we would have seen something or somebody really worth following up he made a vigorous mental resolve never to be caught in such a trap again that very afternoon he passed a newsstand and was chained in his tracks by a small headline in black type at one corner of a paper in a box or enclosure of ruled lines that set it off from the other news take a look at this he hailed larry as the latter sat on dick's porch whittling on the tiny struts of a model airplane both chums read the box he thrust under their eyes ghost again walks in haunted hangar under that heading the story reminded readers that the everdale estate had been haunted several weeks before according to report the millionaire had went on coming east to meet his wife returning on their yacht from europe had investigated the uncanny events reported to him by his caretaker and others he had learned nothing the reporter had gleaned from the caretaker of the deserted estate however it ended as soon as mr everdale had sailed on the yacht to join his wife at their lakeside camp in maine uncanny light odd noises and other strange things had become evident again as an excited local correspondent had notified the paper reporters searching and watching had found nothing so far but the public would be informed as soon as they discovered the secret what do you think of that larry looked up i don't know what to think dick admitted no ghost does those things a real person has some reason for doing them who and why the only way we'll find out is by going there at night and watching larry declared not for me sandy said surprising his chums we were kicked out once if we were to be caught on the place we'd be trespassers and if the clever news reporters are watching and don't find anything how can we i'm going to be too busy earning money to finish my flying lessons to bother anyway larry decided still dick began and then looking down the street he became alert larry sandy look who's coming that's the man who flew in the fib with mr everdale the day the yacht came in it is agreed larry he's coming here i wonder what for End of chapter twenty one